This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You ready to hear this? I am. This is from the Oddball Podcast. Amin El Hassan, ah. who is uh, really good. I love Amin. Big fan. And um, he had this to say to Warriors fans who booed. By the way, I'd like to point out that from 1994 to 2013, the Warriors made the playoffs one time. So respectfully to everyone in the Bay Area, everyone who claims to be a Warriors fan, when you say we're not used to this, I say go f*** yourself. You were defined by this for damn near 20 years. 20 years. Your high point was an eight seed winning one round of playoff basketball. Who the f*** are you to all of a sudden be the wine and cheese crowd? Like, we're not used to this peasantry. What? You defined it. Before the We Believe Warriors, you know what the Warriors are most known for? Their player choking the coach in practice. That's who the Warriors were. Foreshadowing? Sorry. <laughs> well done. Amin El Hassan will join us in 20 minutes. Okay. Okay. I mean, that that's strong. And I, I appreciate what he's saying because unlike you, Amin, I was there for those those years. So and was I. Yep. Yes, you were just a, a young kid. I a mean, sweet little pup. And yep. I don't know if he's a Warrior fan or if he's not a Warrior fan. And I know this, that in 94, I was already a grown man. And I was going to a ton of games because it's what I did. And we suffered through all those years. And even before that, we suffered. And it was no good. You had run TMC, and that was a nice little brief thing. And then you had the Chris Weber experience where the organization chose Don Nelson instead of Weber, and that didn't work out. And then, yeah, all those years of PJ and Cowens and Adelman and Musselman and all the rest of it, it was awful. So I'm with you. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't, as a fan, express your feelings and emotions about your current team. I do think that there is a divide, though, between the fan that remembers those days and the fans who are now showing up expecting a championship every year. Well, okay, couple things there. Uh, because I think that what's going to get center focus is the start of the conversation, which was what do you think about Warriors fans who boo? But if you really listen to what he just said, he wasn't actually coming at Warrior fans for booing. He was coming at Warriors fans for the greater issue, which is stating 
Well, we don't even know what this is like. So that means we get to act differently than a different fan base because we're not used to this. Um, that's different than booing. That's more sort of a conceptual feel to the whole process. And, and here's what I would say. There's a blanket over this idea for me. You know what I mean? Like, if you, if you want to boo, um, then boo. Like, you bought your ticket. I kind of think it's usually stupid. I don't know what the hell you get out of it. Maybe you're just releasing some endorphins or something like that. Sure. But it's not very effective. And I would argue that if you're a fan of your team, uh, there is zero evidence that booing helps. So, But if you want to express your displeasure, that is completely your right. That's completely your right. So take that whole sort of, like even somebody just said on YouTube, don't boo shame us. Take the boo shaming out of it and make it a larger concept, which is to say, should you feel this entitled? I think that's what Amin is saying. You shouldn't feel this entitled. And he's right. Well, entitled he's, to what? He's 100% right. Entitled to entitled to, like, to in, show up and see your team win every night? Of course not. Or or even entitled to to say that what has taken place with these Golden State Warriors is like nefarious and ignorant. And it's just been a damn shame that they've allowed this to happen. I don't think it, I, it has to be that deep. Well, I but think I think it's it is for as, the fan that's booing. I think it's as simple what as... What is the fan booing? The fan is booing what he sees. Okay. He or she sees. And what does he or she see? You're seeing a lackluster team playing lethargic, uninspired, bad basketball. What if they're just not good? Well, I, I think, think that's that, a key question. I don't think that you boo... Because your team is just not that good. You well, go in with an expectation. And your expectation when you go to a Warrior game is that you're going to see good basketball players play well or play hard and compete. And you know what? If they don't win, at least it'll feel like they gave a good game effort. And when you go out and you give up a buck 40 to a New Orleans team that is pretty good, they're good. Yeah, it's a good basketball team. But you give up a buck 40. And by and large, your team looks lackluster and lethargic. You're frustrated. But why do they look lackluster and lethargic? My point is that I think it means well, they're better than that. Uh, well, I don't know that. That's I, what that's what I, I think don't know. The that. fan thinks. I know, and that's the point. I think that's what Amin and others on a national level are topping into is the sort of underbelly arrogance that comes along with the booing. Because if you're booing. The presuppose is is that you're actually good enough to beat the Pelicans, but you're not trying. It's it, it, well, you're good enough to be better than that. And the reason why we didn't boo in '94, I don't know, in '98, the reason why we didn't boo in '01 or in '03 is because you went to the game and you knew that they stunk, and you knew they stunk, and you went because you liked basketball, you liked Bimbo Coles, <laughs> you liked Vontigo Cummings, and you thought those are good. Polls. You know what? Maybe. Maybe the Warriors win tonight. Maybe yeah. maybe I get to see one of the 19, 21, 19, or 17 wins. They, that was four consecutive years. They were plucky. And I was there. Out. Amin probably wasn't there. I don't know Amin's background, but I was there. And when you went to one of those games, when you saw a Warriors win under Dave Cowens, who was 8-15, and 15, 
or Brian Winters who picked up the pieces and went 13 and 46. It was almost like a quad to candlestick. Oh. Remember the quad to candlestick? <laughs> I had a whole hat full of them. You're darn right you did. Because you went to candlestick for Giants games, and if you got extra innings, you got a button on the way out that was the quad to candlestick. And I had an absolute disease in terms of leaving early. I would not let anybody Correct. leave early ever. Even though those Giants teams, and I'm, I'm guessing that you were there in probably 80... Two sure. eighty three finish eighty and the answer is yes. They were terrible. Yeah, eighty six. We Ooh, would do a bunch of games with Raven. Mike Kruko. <laughs> totally, Mike Kruko's twenty game year. Yep, we went to like twenty five games. Tom Avakumovitz, Rick Barsati, Steve Rab, myself. We drove from Marin. We got Gordo's burritos, the whole deal. But when you got an extra inning game, you got a quad to candlestick button. It was special. When you went to a Warrior game in that era and you saw a win, it felt like that. Yeah, you were like what? But you didn't boo. <laughs> you didn't boo because they were bad. You boo. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Who now because you expect more than what you're getting. And when you give up a buck 40 to New Orleans, I don't boo because I'm not that guy. Okay. But some fans who aren't used to Brian Winters and Dave Cowens and E. Muss and all the rest of it, they're used to a different standard, so they boo. Right, but that's the word. They expect something different. But should they? They should. I don't know if I agree with that. The team says that they, Steve Kerr says. Who cares what they say? They're telling us. They're signaling to us as fans that they still think they're good. Since when are you listening to words and ignoring actions? They're in a championship window. If, if somebody tells you all day long, I'm the most loyal person ever and I'll never let you down. And then every single time that you have a lunch date set with them, they don't show up. What's louder to you? Well, you know what happens then? What? I boo them. Okay. Do you? I boo them. If you and I make plans. Amazing. If you and I make plans for lunch and you don't show up, okay, I'm going to give you a second chance. Okay. If we make plans again and you don't show up, you're getting a phone call. Okay. Or you're getting a nasty and, text or you're firmly worded email. And when I pick up the phone, it's just going to be you being like, whoa. Totally. Boo. That's what I'm going to do to you tomorrow. Do it. <laughs> I dare you. You know what? You won't. You you absolutely won't. <laughs> you shouldn't. You I you can. You can. You, oh, God. you think that I'm an obnoxious radio co-host? Oh, I know. Just you wait to I see me in the stripes. You gonna, don't know obnoxious no. until you see the dibber with a you, mat, with a with a whistle. You know me. I'm gonna do it the other way. I'm gonna give you like a standing O every Ridiculous. time somebody. Yep, that ball's See going that worse. way. That's an amazing call. That's incredible, ref. We love you, ref. Anyway, you will anyway, sit there I quietly. Guess. Listen, I'm I'm asking these questions to push the conversation <laughs> for sure. Um, little right, little bit devil's advocate here. Sure, but I wonder if you understand why some of the outsiders feel the way they do. And I've heard this from a lot of people, for instance, who live here now, but they didn't grow up here. I was driving around this morning, and a uh, nice lady from Minnesota called in. 
to, uh, I can't even remember if it was the roast. I think it was by the time FP and, and Evan were in here. A woman from, it was. And a woman from Minnesota calls in and she goes, ever since I moved here, I thought you all are a bunch of crazy people. <laughs> because I grew up in Minnesota, we never won anything. Anything. You guys have got 10 years of three championships, three championships, NFC championship invite seemingly is just sitting there omnipresent, going to the Super Bowl, and you're the one seed right now. You've had all of that in 11, 12 years, and you have the gall to call up radio stations and be mad? I heard someone actually, the very next caller was like, yeah, you know what? This is what I've been angry about for the Warriors and the way they've been conducting themselves for the last three years. And I'm like, what was it about the championship that you hated so much? There is some truth to it. Can we shine the light on ourselves for a moment? For sure. Are we acting a little snooty? If you boo... Uh, this warrior team, I don't know if it's snooty as much as it is just being disrespectful. Clueless. It's being clueless. Yes. And it's, sure, I went to the game and I mentioned it before in the crossover with FP, and neither one of us was that impressed with the product we saw. Neither one of us, and FP's not going to ever boo because he's a former pro athlete sure. and he knows what that means. What and it feels like. Even myself, as a noted heckler and a smart aleck, I'm not a booer. I just don't. I don't do that. I'm more prone to heckle than I am to boo. And when I'm in the 27th row, there's no sense in heckling. I got to preserve my voice. So I'm not going to boo. But fans who do boo, you have every right to boo. I just wonder why at this point you would boo. I mean, this if they were Listen. if they were 20 and 57 and they went out and they lost to New Orleans like that, okay, it might be a little bit of a different story. This season is far from over. You're going to boo in January with a team that's three games below? That I don't get. Um, Just know. Like, again, I think you and I are on the same page. You want to buy a ticket and boo? Buy a ticket and boo. Sure. Don't be mad if the rest of the world thinks that you're a jerk, thinks that you're expectant, entitled, and, uh, and snooty. That's how it comes off to a lot of people. And I think that's what I mean. That's why he's like cussing. He came out like cussing at Cussing? And I mean, don't don't cuss on our air. Come on, I mean, no, I'm fine with it. Up. I'm fine with it. <laughs> I think it'd be great um, on, a, on an F bomb Friday. Yeah, what the hell? Sure. Um, all right, we'll see if we can get some calls in on this. Let's and do it. I mean, is going to join us, but uh, we do have the defensive play of the week. It's brought to you by East Bay Law Practice. When you need the best defense, you need to call the Bay Area's top criminal defense attorney. Visit eastbaylawpractice.com today. Let's go back to Wednesday night. The Warriors lost to the Pelicans by 4,332 points, and the Chase Center crowd didn't like it, so they booed for the second straight game. Steph Curry clearly not happy about his and the team's performance but he defended those of you who decided to boo. There's nothing to really cheer about, so obviously the cheering is booing. Might as well. I don't take it any certain type of way. Honestly, I'm booing myself, booing our our you know team in my head because of the way we're playing. So you know it is what it is. Fans are going to react the way that they want. It's our job to you know give them something to cheer about. We have not done that. PR 101. I mean. Steve Kerr and Steph Curry, whatever you think about either of them at any portion of their career, they are brilliant at diffusing 
when there is an energetic quest- question. Right. Yeah. How are you going to clap back at Steph when he comes out and <sighs> disarms you with, yeah, you know, I'd boo me too. I'm I booed you. myself. You know, I don't know if you <laughs> saw it, but I missed a three and I immediately started booing and I was booing myself. So I don't know how you're going to come back at him when he does that. Defensive play of the week brought to you by East Bay Law Practice. East Bay Law Practice knows how to go the distance for you by providing the defense you need to help reduce or eliminate your penalties. Visit eastbaylawpractice.com today. Amin El Hassan in five minutes. He's in Chicago for the game. He's in there covering the Warrior game tonight. Let's go to um, let's go to George in Fremont. Hey, George, you're on with Willard and Dibs. What's up? Hey, how's it going? Good. I just I just can't believe that these uh, people are booing them two days uh, two games in a row. It it just drives me crazy. It's like they don't remember all the bad times that we've gone through with the Warriors. I mean, I come from the, the Clifford Ray days, mm. and I, I'm, I'm still relatively young. I'm 58, and I, I can't believe that. It's like you don't remember that? <laughs> yeah, maybe they don't, George. Yeah, they don't, George. You know what I mean? Like, if you're a 35-year-old basketball fan right now, you're asking them to have been dialed in um, and, like, feeling the pain from before they were in college. So maybe they don't remember. Oh, I, oh my God. I, I, I even remember going to giant games at candlestick and we might not like, like the games that we were watching, but at the end we would always say, Hey, we still love you guys. We still love you. No doubt. And those warrior teams, and thank you for the phone call. I'm with you in terms of, Clifford Ray was, he was a god in our house. And, you know, I grew up during the uh, the Clifford Ray Warriors where he was one of the bright spots on teams that usually weren't very good in the 70s. 38 wins, 24 wins, 39 wins. You were not a playoff team. You were not a threat. And even if you went to the game, you didn't go out there and, and you didn't boo anybody. Exactly. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not into it either, but I also, I get it. I get it. How this sounds to others like Amin El Hassan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.